Hello and welcome to Parking Thought, the podcast and YouTube channel where I share my thoughts when I park, sometimes in a chair, oftentimes in my car. On this show, we explore the contribution of systems and people we often take for granted. Curiosity, meet gratitude. My name is Jacob and you're a part of the best audience on the internet. In this edition, we're going to be looking at A.J. Jacobs and the word Zarf. This is episode three, and we're going to title it Zarf, Z-A-R-F, because it's a rather interesting word, and it means a rather interesting thing, although we oftentimes take it for granted. And it shows us, once again, that our world is surrounded by people and contributions of different people who have thought of how to solve different problems that we just don't realize existed before, or we've forgotten that existed before. So the word zarf is actually a Turkish word, right? And I don't speak Turkish, right? But I do know how to say thank you if I remember right in Turkish. It's something along the lines of tashakur, which is very similar to dari, which is the word I forgot in episode two for all of those who are listening. So the Turkish word that we are using today is zarf, Z-A-R-F, and it means envelope, right? It means literally something that is made of paper and that is folded. One of the things that you may not realize is that the folks in Turkey have a longer history of using paper than folks in most of Western Europe. Yes, in fact, the Arabs were much better at using paper back in the uh, dark ages than those in Europe were. And so they've had more experience with paper and with envelopes. So zarf is an old word, all right, when we talk about the age of words. But how does zarf tie into A.J. Jacobs and where does zarf come into your life today? I can almost guarantee you that you have seen and used a zarf if you are an adult. You are definitely used a zarf if you are an adult who has consumed coffee. The zarf is the term used for the sleeve that is um, goes over your coffee cup and helps you insulate it. Yes, that little foldy piece of paper that they put over your Starbucks coffee or over your Dutch Bros. If you're in Boise, Idaho, Dutch Bros. is the way to go from what I hear, right? That little sleeve that goes around is called a zarf, Z-A-R-F. And it's something you may not have noticed. Now, A.J. Jacobs is the person we're talking about today, and he's not the person that invented the zarf, right? But he is a person that was influenced by coffee. Yes, he was influenced by coffee. Now, his story is written up over at The Guardian, and I will link to his story in the show notes here. But one of the things he talks about here is how studies, both in Scientific American and elsewhere, uh, talk about how that gratitude is the single best predictor of well-being and good relationships, right? And that's one of the reasons why in each episode I challenge you guys to be grateful, because you're going to have a better day if you do. All right, so A.J. Jacobs realized that he was the sort of person that was not terribly happy in general, right? He was a grumpier person, and that's all right. We have those personalities. Our resting personalities, okay, are up to ourselves, and he wanted to do something about it. So he went and got his coffee, and it had a zarf on the outside of it, and he went and thanked the barista who made the coffee, and then realized, huh, the barista's not the only person in the process of getting my coffee, right? There are people who are behind this process, right? 
the barista is really the last one along a series of people in a system, right, that handed him the coffee. There's a whole system of how the coffee got to the store and how the coffee got prepared and the people that cleaned up in the store to be able to make it nice for him to be able to order his coffee. And so what A.J. Jacobs did is he decided to challenge himself to thank, to say thank you for as many people along that supply chain as he could possibly come in contact with. And this led him on to a year-long journey where not only did he say thank you to the barista, but even ended up meeting the farmer and the roasters, right, who were also part of the process of preparing that coffee. And what a world of difference it made for him. Now, A.J. Jacobs has gone on and talked about this in TED Talk, and you can find several articles about him. Again, I'll link to a couple of these in the show notes below. But boy, when I say at the end of each episode that you should choose to be grateful, what a powerful difference that that can make, not only in your life, but in the lives of others. How do you feel when somebody says thank you? Sincerely, right, walks up to you and says thank you for the kind acts that you did and how you added value. When you're saying thank you, you're communicating that somebody or something has added value to your life, that it elevated you from a state that you were at previously to a better state, right? That's what thank you signifies. And when we take the time at least to recognize it internally to ourselves, right, we realize how wonderful this world is that we're in and how precious it is to be here. When we take the time and we can share that with others, we help uplift them and help them recognize that they add value. I've worked in a lot of situations where even if we put our best into it, it would not net end up adding value, at least not that you could see. And that made that job or those jobs particularly difficult to do. How much difference does it make when you do a job where you can directly see how it adds value, not just in your pocketbook, but to somebody else's life? That smile that they get right, when they realize that they've helped you is something that is positive and addictive. It's a good influence in the world. So A.J. Jacobs right, went on a quest to do this. And boy, what an example that is. Recognizing that the system wasn't just the part of it he was normally engaging, but a much, much broader, longer chain of events that allowed him to see how grateful he was for what was at the end of it. Now, we don't always have a year or so to dedicate to thanking everybody along the supply chain of everything that we consume, right? And in general, we're pretty good at consuming as a society, at least here in the United States. But we can at least recognize that it's there, right? On the back end of everything I'm going to eat today was somebody on a farm. And I don't really get the opportunity to meet them and say thank you for them, but they're out there and they do a great job and their job is hard sometimes and they've got a lot of different things to manage and how to deal with the weather and which crops to choose and all those other things like that. But they go out there and they do it. They put their risk in trying to make my life better. And so, you know, I think that you should pick one part of something that you appreciate today and if you can physically say thank you to as many people along that supply chain as possible, do so. And if you can't physically, at least take a look at what the supply chain was that resulted in whatever it is you're enjoying. And remember to be grateful for all those components that work together to be able to allow your life to be a better place. So that's it for this edition of Parking Thought. I appreciate that everybody's joined me here for episode three. We're going to title it the word ZARF. 
Because remember, the zarf is the sleeve that goes outside of your coffee or hot drink, whatever you happen to be tasting. This podcast can be delivered directly to your favorite device by using the subscribe links you can find in the show notes or over at parkingthought.com. And remember, in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful?